Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome back to Who's That Cat? I'm your host, Ernesto Ledesma. I'm here in Pomona with a really cool artist. I met him at a spot, a comedy spot in Claremont. Uh, go ahead and introduce yourself, man. How you guys doing, man? My name is uh, Majin Drohan. It's M-A-J-I-N. Drohan, like Gohan. There Thank it is. Thank you for having me, man. Appreciate it. No problem, man. Thanks for being on this. I think a lot of people are going to appreciate this one. It's a little different because you're uh, you're a rapper, right? Yes, yes, sir. Rapper. Rapper. Uh, I just started doing videos, too, like myself, editing videos and stuff like that. So really just trying to get into everything. But, yeah, mainly a rapper. How long have you been uh, making music for? Um, like, seriously putting music out probably for about four years now, four or five years four or now. Four five years. But I've been, like, writing music and really into music probably f since I was almost, like, maybe 12. Just, like, writing little, Young, little yeah? shit down. Yeah. And it was always geared towards hip-hop or it was just, you were just writing lyrics not knowing what, you know, to what you were even going to do with them, just writing? Yeah, I always, I always, I, I was always into everything, every kind of music, really, because yeah. I grew up listening to, um, like, from my older brother, he listened to anything from like the Gorillas to System of a Down, and then my grandma listened to a lot of oldies, you know, of course, and then my uncle listened to a lot of rap. So I was just really just writing stuff. Like it was like more like poetry to me at first, yeah. rather than me knowing I was going to actually turn them into songs. Yeah, I th I find that. Uh just to connect this to stand up in some way, I find that a lot of comics that I'm talking to uh, kind of took that route as well, where they just kind of started writing. They were in high school, they're just writing. They don't even know they're trying to do stand up, but they're right. just writing shit, and it turns out that they're just jokes. Yeah, uh, exactly. It, it's all just meant to be, kind of like just naturally, huh? Yeah, you feel you feel that way about yourself and and music. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I feel like. If I wasn't, if I didn't start rapping, I, w I really don't know what I would try and do. You know, I, uh, I always said I wanted to do video games and shit back when I was younger, but I can't draw for shit. <laughs> so, you know, this is like the best bet for me right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and um, as far as performing and things like that, uh, your first your first performance, what was that like? Where was it at? Um, wow, my first performance. Shit, I gotta go back. My first performance, maybe, might have been at a little, uh, maybe a little venue or just like a little local party somebody was throwing, and then they just let me get a little bit of time, you know, some shine. I told them I was rapping or something. Yeah. And really, it was uh, the first time I performed. Really, that's when I knew that this was this was kind of what I wanted to do because naturally I'm uh, more of a a real introvert kind of guy, you know, I, I kind of um, stick to myself. I don't talk too much. But when I'm on stage, it's like it's a whole different. I'm a Gemini, so it's like a whole different, like my other side of me comes out. And I kind of like found that other side of me on stage and through this, through the rap. And then you just instantly decided like, yes, I want this. I want this. This was it, this. yeah. And then every, everything after that's kind of been geared towards just trying to make this happen, really. That's very admirable. 
I always admire someone who's just like, you know what? I found something that made me feel good, and I'm just going to pursue this yeah. and see where it goes, you know? That's always, like, a very admirable thing to me because I think some people kind of always have in the back of their head where they're like, I want to do this, I want to do this, but they're just like, no, nah, I have to go, you know, make sure that I have all my bases covered first so they get a job, right. and then they forget all about it, and they never yeah, pursue it. I know um, a few people that I really started doing, like, I, I started doing music with kind of just gave up on the dream because, like, people weren't messing with our music or weren't fucking with our sound or nothing like that. But I was just telling them they just had to stay down, and that's all I'm trying to do is just stay down for the come up, you know? Yeah. Rather, even if I never, I never, uh, get where i want to be or nobody only 200 people ever listened to me i just glad that i those people got to hear me you know i got to say what i had to say on the mic yeah just got it out at least just makes me happy every time i'm in the studio you know that's cool that's cool man um i noticed your uh music or your theme is kind of geared towards like anime yeah and and video games somewhat yeah heavily (laughs) is that the, the stuff that you're interested outside of music and you just kind of bring it in into what you love essentially yeah basically i just integrate my life with uh yeah with the, the rap shit with my life really and my, a lot of my life has to do with anime and uh video games i'm a i'm a video game fanatic and i'm an anime head so anime head. <laughs> yeah a lot of i watch a lot of anime i played a what's lot of a video wheel games is, oh. it, uh, is that i've heard i've heard that from people that are heavy into anime a weeaboo yeah i don't know oh maybe i'm not that much of an anime head. I, don't, <laughs> I don't know what a weeaboo is anime head i'm like i can get behind that but yeah. people have been like i'm a weeaboo i'm like i don't know what that, that might, is that might be too deep for me that <laughs> might be that that might those people might have been to japan already <laughs> 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 i'll just uh, be on netflix with it your Hulu. name uh, your name uh Majin Johan, obviously yeah. that came from uh, Dragon Ball Dragon Z. Ball. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Dragon Balls. Uh, everybody know Dragon Ball Z is probably one of the most common watched, commonly watched animes of of all time, and one of the most familiar ones. But that one's really, uh, really got me into the whole anime thing. That was the first one I saw. Probably same thing with a lot of people. So, and then Gohan. I just love Gohan as a as a as a kid how he how he how he handled Cell was just so vicious and after oh, that yeah. how he just blew him away you know what I'm saying you killed my dad like nigga it's over for you like he went hard he as a kid he just went hard you know I mean? yeah he just went hard as a kid and then even when he had that bowl cut he was hard as yeah fun, even when know? he had that bowl cut he had the Dragon Ball on his head you yeah. know what I'm saying he was still charging at his uncle and everything so and then he he low key became a bitch. When he got older, so I just stepped in and put the draw in front of it. So it's like you're trying to trying to man it up a bit. Exactly, again. <laughs> you know. I put the drawhan. It's yeah, like me and Gohan fused, but I took the bitch out of him, and now <laughs> we Super Saiyan eight. It's funny that somebody finally says it because once he started being that uh, the Great Saiyan man, I, I stopped fucking with him. It was over, right? It was like, weird. He got weird. Who the fuck, Toriyama? Akira Toriyama still need to explain to people why he did that to that man, man. He he ruined Gohan's whole he future. Did. He did. There's no, there's no going back he for that man. He used to be a badass. He used to be a badass, and he was getting his ass beat. <laughs> and uh, so you chose Gohan. I'm assuming he's your favorite character. Gohan, teen, teenage Gohan, Cell Saga Gohan, Cell is, Saga Gohan is my favorite character in Dragon Ball Z. My my all time favorite, of course, everybody loved Goku, but I'm gonna have to say probably Trunks. 
trunks. Yeah, I love trunks. I'm seeing a bowl, th- a bowl cut theme going on here. Right. Yeah. You know, I try. I have this little patch in the front of my hair right here. I don't. It's not like the rest, and I, I try and like spike it up sometimes <laughs> to make it look like trunks is the front of his hair. Yeah. So. I got that for him right there. Okay, so Majin or Majin Johan, that was your, that's like the first name you came up with for your onstage uh, or for your uh, rap name, or or has it there been a change in recent no, it, years? No, it's been a few changes. I think I started my I started off as Young Dre, Young Dre, and then and then like uh, I just realized there's way too many Youngs out here. You know, <laughs> nobody's young forever. And then I went to Young Drohan. And then I was still, you know, the young thing still got to me. And I was just watching Dragon Ball Z one day, and I was like, fucking Majin Buu is badass, you know? And then yeah. it's Majin Drohan. It just, fu- it just went together, so. Perfect. As soon as I found that one, it just went. And now it's Majin Gang. Everything Majin now. As far as your music, um, I really like that song, uh, Be Real. What is it? Like, um. Fucking with the is it keep it real? The, the yeah, video? keep it keep real, it keep real. it real. Yeah, is it, it I did that one. That's actually kind of an older track that I just um, released a video to. That was one of the tracks I made a while ago when I first started rapping, kind of. But it, it was one of my favorites, also too. Yeah, me, it, to me personally, it's very, it's a very cool song. Like it slaps as fuck when I was listening to it in my Thank car. You, I was I appreciate like, that. hell yeah! And then also when I saw the music video, I was like, dude, this is a sick ass music. It's like Thank that's you. why I, I was like, it's that. heavily uh, anime theme and related. You yeah. had like you did a sword combo at some point. Yeah, it's <laughs> blunts and blades. My ho- my whole other thing is blunts and blades. Blunts and so blades. I try and put a lot of sword art. And uh, in my videos too, because I, I I really appreciate the uh, sword culture, the samurai culture, and shit like that. So I try to just. So where did that where did that come from? Blunt and blades, it's just me loving weed and loving ninjas <laughs> and samurais <laughs> and anime. And it yeah. just felt it just went together so well. So I just threw it in, mixed it up real quick, like some rice and chicken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as far as your music, um, it's a, it's not exactly like what everybody's putting out, which I like, you know, which is one of the things that I was like, oh, fuck, yeah, I'm going to keep listening to the next track, the next track. It's a little different. Yeah. Uh, is that on purpose? Or? Yeah, that's I mean, I wouldn't say it's on purpose. I don't I'm not doing it just to try and be different. Yeah. But I don't want I would never want to put see myself because. To me, what's happening to hip-hop is, like, so fucked right now. The whole game is just everybody's the same and shit. And I would never want to be thrown in a category like that. So I just try to really just spit what's real and just uh, just really on my, what's really on my mind, what's really on my heart. And it just comes out that way, you know? It just comes out sounding a little different. Yeah. It's a little special, you know? It's very cool. That's one of the... That's one of the the main points that I like about your music. I appreciate like, that. But I could tell it's like, oh, down to the uh, the elements that you kind of talk about and then the style, I could tell that it's all just you pulling stuff from your life and then just putting yeah. it into your music, which, you know, anybody could appreciate. Yeah, and that's the that's like the best thing about just art, just being an artist is just living a, living a life. You really just get to put everything on the front stage and if people fuck with it they do and if they don't you know yeah whatever but as, as long as you art is just a perfect such a beautiful way to get it off your chest i agree um as far as uh as your um musical i guess 
uh, inspirations or idols? Mm-hmm. What what type of uh, music? I know you said you listen to a lot, or people listen to a lot of different music growing up. Like your brother listened to a lot of system. Yeah. Your grandma listened to a different thing. Yeah, the oldies and shit. Um, but what did you gravitate more towards? Me, um, or like a couple of your favorite musicians, I I guess. And I don't, not not that favorite, but right. like some of your go tos, you know. My go-to's uh when I was younger, I used to like I I rarely I rarely listened to anything but uh hip hop. So when I was younger, it was just I was heavily into Kanye West, like Kanye. Before Kanye's first three albums was probably one of the, like three of the greatest albums of all time. I remember Kanye's first appearance like I saw him on the Chappelle yeah. on the Chappelle show and he, he spent and, that cold shit. Yeah, and you know? I was, was like, dude, hip-hop. I fucks with you. I fucks it was with you. real. Yeah. He was a big inspiration to me because what Kanye was spitting back then was real. It wasn't yeah. like it wasn't for the masses. It wasn't to make him no money. It was just Kanye came off being Kanye. You ain't never really seen an artist like him. Yeah, and that really that really caught my eye and. um Somebody else like Earl Sweatshirt is like a really big inspiration to yeah, me. Yeah, I fucks heavy with Earl. Earl, yeah, yeah. Earl is. Earl, I can't even explain Earl. Just listening to Earl sometimes is just like looking in the mirror and fucking just. He be saying shit that I'll just be like, fuck. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's just crazy. I, I find that to be the case as well. It's just. And then the way he writes, it's. It's like it's poetry. Poetry, yeah. It's just exactly. straight up poetry. Yeah. Like that's the only way you could describe it. You have to go back and listen to his songs over multiple over. times so yeah. you can every time you pick out something different exactly. and every time you're just like, Oh, that's the deepest shit exactly. I've ever heard. Exactly. You could listen to it a song five years from now and be like, What I didn't even catch that like yeah. last you know what I'm saying? I never yeah. caught that. And that's I love that too. I want I wanna be able to be an artist to where people say like, Oh yeah, I had to rewind this shit a few times just to even Get the bar, you know what I'm saying? I don't yeah. want to have to dumb my music down. Yeah. Yeah. I, I fuck with, um, <coughs> like, Joni Mitchell, too. My grandma put me heavily. She put me on Joni Mitchell. She's, I'm unfamiliar with his work. Oh, uh, Joni, no, it's a, it's a girl. She's oh. like a girl guitarist. You have to listen. Anybody listening to this, Joni Mitchell. She's Joni a, Mitchell. Joni Mitchell. She's amazing. She got a few albums out, Corin Sparks, and that's probably my favorite one. And uh, Summer on the Hissing Long is cool. a really good one. Check that out for yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm for definitely sure. going to have to check that out. Yeah. You know, um, talking about Kanye, how do you feel, and, and actually Earl as well, um, it seems that like Earl has been struggling with depression for like a while, right. and then Kanye is recently been coming out and speaking about mental health issues. Right. Uh, do you think that's common at all in music or in, in hip hop, or do you think that there's room for that to start becoming more of a common thing so people are more aware, people are trying to push that issue and put it out there? Or I think I think it is a, it is a more common thing than people think because I know me personally I know a lot of people that uh, deal with de- depression daily and yeah. you know they don't even know how to cope or they don't know who to talk to or where to go and it, a lot of that comes from like growing up in a, a, a black household that's one thing that's kind of like taboo you know what I'm saying nobody really like mental illness you you really don't talk about that or yeah it kind of don't exist in a, in a, in a, in a, a black household so i feel like with people like earl and even though kanye is like on some wild ass shit people are really starting to understand like yeah. you know this shit is real no matter what you look like no matter who you where you come from like depression and 
and mental illness is a real thing that really needs to be yeah, looked at deeper, I feel. Yeah, I I also know a lot of people that suffer from depression. I suffer from depression myself. Yeah. Um, and it, it's always interesting when people are like, oh, like, why would that person that was so famous kill themselves? They had yeah. everything. And it's like, dude, because you, you know what I mean? Because people want to push the issue that it's just a phase and things like that. But it's that really you can like. You just get over it. Yeah. But it's never that easy. Exactly. And I mean, so I'm. You're happy that they're starting to talk about it. Yeah, I'm. I'm very happy that they're starting to talk about it. I hope it gets talked about more, more frequently, and I hope it becomes a more uh, common topic and and in the news and and in schools and everywhere. You know. Yeah. It just needs to be talked about way more people need to be way more addressed way more yeah people need to be aware of of it because somebody that you know can be going through the same couldn't be going through it right now and they might seem fine and like mac Mac miller yeah like like he was like i felt like when he passed away yeah like he was he was like because that album was fucking fire so i felt like he was just like peaking you know what i mean and then all of a sudden and then i don't think like I don't know what could have been going through his mind, but it had to be something to where it was like nobody, he felt that he couldn't express it to anyone, you know? Yeah. And maybe Kanye coming out like this would have made him want to come out come out too, you know? Like, man, I'm going through the same shit, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, Kanye. That's not, a great point. Yeah, he's not bugging out. Like, this shit is real. It's just crazy. As far as, um, to, to get away from that subject a little bit, as far as, like, PC culture, uh, that affects, or I think it's affecting, I don't even know, it's only, I mean, I've only been a comic for so long, right. and since I've been a comic, it seems to be a uh, pressing issue where it's like, PC culture, people are too sensitive, and it seems to be a thing that's been going on for a while. Do you think that there's a PC culture also um, attached to some hip-hop now, or is it completely unaffected? Mm. I feel like it depends on what type of artist you are, really, because somebody like Drake, he 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 really can't. He could almost, oh, he could almost say what he uh, wants to say on a track, but he knows that he really can't because it would it would reach a bigger mass of people, and like you said, those mass of people, it's like, man, eight. Half of, half of a crowd nowadays is going to be offended by something said. Yeah. But to to an extent, I mean, to, on the other side, it's like artists like Trippy Red or um, these artists that are coming up and just getting on for being wild and doing crazy shit and not giving a fuck. I think it kind of they just don't. It, no, nah, it don't really it don't really affect them like it would affect. It was just it just depends on the artist to me. Yeah. 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 I mean, because I don't see a lot of, uh, I see a few artists, like, I know this was a while back, like, Immortal Technique mm-hmm. st- started talking about how he stopped saying faggot because right. it's derogatory. Um, but I, I don't know if I hear that word a lot, but, you know, as far as uh, offensive shit in music, I think that's pretty standard mm-hmm. in, in a lot of music anyway. So yeah. I, I, I seem to think that, uh, or the way I see it a little bit is, like, Music seems to be a, a much more unaffected than yeah to it right yeah and it, and it's like if you were if you were I think Offset got in trouble for um, saying queer or something and all he did was just come out and say 
it's just a different uh a different way of how I said how I said is not the meaning that you guys give it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So as long as you give some half ass excuse for it in hip hop, you can get away with some shit. Right. But not like <laughs> like Kevin Hart. You know he's fucked for what he said like six years ago. Do you think know? that? Do you think that's a little harsh or that's? I think that's. I think it's harsh because everybody makes mistakes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And as long as he grew and he he apologized for it, this isn't the, I guess this isn't the first time these have been brought up, mm-hmm. but he's apologized for it already. So it's like, what else can you do but have already apologized for yeah. something? You know, it's like he, he has his career. It's like that's what you guys are trying to take his his career away. That's from the him worst now. part when they you know try I mean? to like like fucking take somebody's career. They're not just okay with like, all right, I'm sorry, I see the error of my ways. They're just like, yeah. nah, you gotta be punished. No, you gotta be punished. And it's like. That's I think that's what happens to, like in prison too. That's why I don't fuck I don't like believe in prison because I'm like right. it's supposed yeah. to be a whole thing where like we take you and then rehabilitate you, but then the whole thing is they're just punishing you the but, entire time. Yeah, there's no rehabilitation because <laughs> half the people that come out go right back in. Like yeah. they they're not rehabilitated at all. They don't give a fuck about shit that they weren't giving a fuck about before. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's harsh, man. That's that seems like, yeah. like don't punish somebody forever for something. It's exactly, like, yeah. Give them some help a little bit, you know. Yeah. Um, bring it back to your music. Uh, where do you um, see yourself in ten years? Uh, if I if I had to ask, ten years. Not that that should be a fucking right. You know. Yeah. Uh, ten years. I will. I will want to be. I won't say. I just want to be comfortable at least, you know what I mean? I want to be able to wake up in the morning and if I, if I got kids, you know, take them to Disneyland whenever they want to go. If I got a car I want to fix up, wake up and fix that shit up. If I got a, an anime I want to binge and watch all day. If I got a um, a project I want to knock out, I can just do it. I don't, I don't want to be stressing over uh, what's coming next, you know, and not not knowing what lies ahead yeah 10 years from now i want to be i want to be comfortable that's a good way to put it yeah. i just want to be comfortable yeah. um with your music what's your writing process like oh my writing process is um man i i can knock out i can knock out a verse fast almost but it, it's like when I put on, I can't write without a beat most of the times. Like, at all. if I, if I jot some shit down, I'm I'm probably not gonna either keep it or not remember it or whatever. But once I hear a beat, it's like almost like the beat talks to me. Yeah. And it's like we feed off each other, and then as soon as that, as soon as that that one kick come in, or I hear that one snare or that sample, it's just my my hands start going, and it could it could take me thirty minutes, or it could take me like an hour and a half. Do you find yourself going back to old material that you wrote and did nothing with and then tweaking it and then using it for something? Or do you if you just leave it and then eventually you just don't use it? I've I've um I think I've, I'm pretty sure I've found verses that I haven't used and put them on beats that I've listened to. Like, oh, wait, I, I've said I've, you know, wrote some shit that will go perfect with this. But for the most part, if usually I if I write something down, it's usually to the beat I'm writing to. And I just put that right then and there. Yeah. I rarely, um, 
right and then like say nah fuck that verse because if i want once i start the beat i want to finish it you know yeah i hate starting a beat and not finishing it because i'll most likely never come back to it yeah i just you know what i mean i'll just never finish it i just yeah. want to start the beat fatality it real quick on to the next okay that's cool that's i when i write jokes i a lot of the times that's what ends up happening i'll just write a bunch of random shit and then forget about it and be working on this and then once i figured that out i'll start looking through stuff being like okay let's see what else and i'll be like oh that can go here and i'll start taking little shit right that's what i was asking you know yeah yeah Um, hell yeah because it's all a process yeah the process and then uh the beats behind your like your music Mm mm-hmm who produces that or where are you getting those from or you're, um, you're helping with that? No, I wish. I always wanted to produce uh, music. I thought that shit was way easier than it is. That shit is fucking That's tough, work. man. Man, that shit is difficult. Shout out to all the producers. But a few of my beats come from uh, my man Dylan Swerkel. Uh Another dude that I rap with, his name is Toucan Sam. He, he does pretty nice work. We, he has some nice beats. I get some of my beats just... Um, off of beat tapes from like that piff and shit like that some people show me beats uh-huh. some people just shoot me beats randomly that they think i would sound nice on they just come from everywhere yeah yeah and and i i try to be kind of like real versatile with my beats like i'll get i'll try and get on a i really like the slow shit you know the sampling beats yeah. you know but I'll, I'll i'll try and switch it up every once in a while like do some crazy funky stuff or some trap of course just trying uh widen my widen my range and styles i'm trying to have all the styles i can you know yeah i I, yeah i get that dude i i always used to like because i used to paint way back in the day oh yeah and then um when i would paint i would always put on like those uh mf tapes like the herb albums yeah yeah all beats yeah (coughs) i love that those are those were cool and Again, like you were talking about a lot of different styles and that, you know? Yeah. Um, and MF Doom is is one of my favorite producers. I love Doom because his sounds just so unique too. You know, nobody sounded like Doom ever from Yeah. Some of those some of those samples was just crazy and the way he put his shit together was like a um cartoon half the time, you know, yeah. I'm super into cartoons and shit. And the, where they'll have like a sample and it'll be almost like a story. Exactly. Like, yeah, the whole know? way through. Yeah. They'll have a sample about you know, some old Fantastic Four exactly. shit. Exactly. And then in between he'll start yeah. talking about fighting, there'll be some exactly. sword and bullet shit in the background. Yeah. Yeah. And then somebody'll be either captured or this nigga doom get away yeah <laughs> live to eat cereal another day you know that's one of the things that i liked uh, about earl's new album mm-hmm. is how it was kind of like to me like listening to it and then just getting completely stoned to the gills and listening to it yeah. it seemed like a story almost yeah the whole way through yeah which it was very interesting do you think uh uh do you think when you uh, do you have an album coming up or something you're working towards like that? Or right now you're just making music and just putting right as much now, out? Right now, I used to put out a lot of, like, mixtapes, mixtapes, mixtapes. But I realized, like, it's hard to, if you don't got, like, a real strong fan base, a real strong fan base is hard to get people to listen to a whole, like, 14-song yeah. mixtape. So I'm just putting out singles right now, but I'm hoping next year to uh, drop the official Blunts and Blades album sometime around june 
That's cool. In the summertime. So if you guys look out for that shit, yeah, yeah it's going to be fucking yeah. fire. Next year, I'm working towards that. Blunts and Blaze, the official album. And don't hold them up to it, you dicks, because you know, <laughs> you know how it is. <laughs> nah, be hard on me. It's different, you motherfuckers. Be hard on me. <laughs> <laughs> I need some ass kicking sometimes. <laughs> um, as far as, like, if you were to put together an album, um, yeah. you think it would be something like that where it'll be in a certain order that you pick out, like certain... Uh, you know what I mean? In a certain, I guess, yeah, order? Or yeah, it'll yeah. just be just songs and songs? No, uh, if I put out an album, well, when I put out this album, it's definitely going to be like a whole story from, it's going to be like from from beginning to finish, it's going to have to sound like how exactly how I want it to sound or even wanted to look in my head from how I want the videos laid out from this one to this one. It got to be a to z from you know like i really want to tell a whole story with it i don't just want to because usually i just put out tracks on my old mixtapes i just put out like a whole bunch of you know just spit tracks bars and shit i'm still telling stories but it's not yeah. a whole it's not a whole book you know what i mean yeah. it's just like episodes it's all episodes on the mixtapes but i want the album to be a whole movie you know a whole just movie yeah um does your family and friends do they they all support you 100 percent at this yeah hell well my friends you know I, my friends they a lot of them don't listen to my shit because my shit is different so the people i make music with are some of my friends so they we we kind of we link up for sure but yeah. like i kick it with people that don't listen to my shit i don't you know what i'm saying they do what they do and i, I don't get no offense to that or no, yeah, nothing like that mad. that yeah, happens never. to me like uh, this I'd be I'd, the one time with my cousin I was like yo come out and watch me at this show yeah. he's like nah and then like a week later he was like hey you want to go see DC Young fly with me right. I was like dick face I just, <laughs> I just you know what I mean like you go go pay thirty dollars to see that yeah. fuck but yeah so but not me as long as they as long as they're not dicks about yeah, it yeah right? nah nah they 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 say just do you just keep doing you they they know this is what I'm trying to do so they support me in that aspect as to where they like. They don't tell me to quit or be like, what the fuck, you still rapping and shit? They're yeah. Like, they don't keep rapping, bro, you know what I'm saying? Keep doing your shit. And, and, and as for, uh, like, family, my uncle actually uh, raps. My uncle raps. Uh, he's a he's a big reason I rap, too. I grew up um, listening to him rap with his friends and shit. He used to battle rap in high school. Sick. So we got, a, we got a song together. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, we got Dope. a song together. It's pretty cool, too. I like it a lot. It's one of my favorite tracks. It's called um, Suda Eye. Suda Eye? Yeah, Suda Eye. It's on SoundCloud. Yeah, yeah I was listening. I was trying to, because um, you only have a couple of music videos out mm -hmm. right now that you've put together. Yeah. So I was, I was watching those, and then I had already listened to a couple of your, um, your SoundClouds as well. Right. And then, yeah, I was just trying to actually, like, uh, try to find a lot more of your stuff but you know i get distracted trying to on soundcloud i'll yeah. find other people too you know yeah. that's a great fucking source of uh of creativity where you can it just really go there is, and you can just yeah. start finding independent find other artists. artists yeah like do you do you think that that's helped a lot with your music or do you think it's about the same um like people going to other people's page and or yeah or having like your music out on on SoundCloud. oh oh yeah definitely yeah definitely i'm so glad i'm able to uh 
put my shit up on a platform because everybody gets to hear it, you know? Yeah. I don't got to go, like, back in the day, niggas had to go all around town and pass out CDs, you know? Yeah. Now I can just, I'm just at home just passing out tracks all over the world just for my my house, and it's it's really great. It help, it's helping me a lot, for sure. That's very cool, man. Yeah. That's very cool. And then you could just have them out there and... Like I said, people just find them. Yeah, know? they just find them. Yeah, yeah, like randomly searching. Somebody might be looking for Gohan and actually type Drohan, you know? <laughs> and then, like, fucking video pops up. Like um, like how I met you. I met you at the House of Pong, and then yeah. I had gone, and I had done a set. And then we were just, like, hanging out in the back, smoking. Yeah, and big chilling. Yeah, and then we, you know, linked up on IG. Yep. And then I seen you drop, like, a, a link on something, and I was like, what the hell? What's this? And yeah. I clicked it, and I was like, oh, dude, I fucks with this. You yeah, know? just like that. Yeah. Like, if we would, if, if IG wasn't ever uh, available, we for, that for sure would never be able to happen, you know? Yeah, social media is like a... Social media is a social really media good and The internet's just so helpful for just yeah. creative type people. Yeah. You just put your stuff out there. You can be... You can be non-existent one day and fucking everybody know your name tomorrow because some beautiful shit you done did yeah it's, it's it's great for exposure for artists it's good we were talking about how you just did a show on the weekend yeah and you said it was pretty lit i was at like man that was a uh that was a great show we had it at the executive um kush lounge it was a a rolling it was for a rolling loud after party yeah, I'm sorry. There's about to be a train passing by. <laughs> oh yeah. So I'm hopefully sorry, it's not guys. one of them long motherfucking the ones. But yeah, yeah. No, it was um, it was for the uh, it was a rolling loud after party thing. And shout out my shout out my boy running digits man. He got a he got a real vision right now, and he's helping me and my crew uh, with a lot of shows and a lot of uh, things in the music industry. That are going to help us get our name out there himself. Yeah. So I appreciate running digits, but the whole show, the crowd was showing love, man. I love, I love LA doing shows in LA because no matter if you familiar, if 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 they're familiar with you or not, if the music is if the music is hot, they're gonna fuck, fuck with you. Yeah, yeah. they're gonna fuck with you. We had the whole, we had the whole crowd singing our shit. So that shit was lovely. How does that make you feel when the whole crowd crowd gets behind it and they start? Man, you know? That should make me feel like a real star. You know what I'm saying? Like that should make me feel like, like I've like I've been doing this shit my whole life. Like I don't want to do nothing else. I never want to leave the stage. Once I get in that mode, once I feel that energy. Once, once the, that light hit me, really, I get the mic in my head. And as soon as I start spitting, it's like I'm really going Kale Ken, Super Saiyan. <laughs> really Kale, whole different. Ken, that's fucking different. funny. I uh, love it. That's sick. So when people come up and tell you, like, "Hey, I enjoy your music. Hey, I like what you're doing up there." Is that just obviously it's just a motivator to keep fucking going, right? Nah, that's. That's one of the like greatest things. a sign things. that you're on the right path. Yeah, that's one of the greatest things. Like, anybody that's even listening to my music, you know, taking the time out to even press play on my shit, listening more than 30 seconds, I appreciate it because, I, like, I, I'm just doing this shit because I, I like to do it. It's, like, really makes me happy, you know, and just for other people to to be able to relate to it and, and tell me that it's good and I should keep doing this shit make me even happier because it's, like, no, I'm not just doing this shit for no reason. Now it yeah. might be it might be something I can get out of it. So, yeah, yeah, I like that a lot. I appreciate that. If it wasn't uh, rap, what would it be? Like, what would you be doing? Ah, 
If I wasn't rapping, I'd be trapping probably. <laughs> I'd be a tra- <laughs> I wasn't rapping, I'd be trapping. I'd be, I'd be probably a straight street nigga. Nah, I don't know, man. If I wasn't, if I wasn't rapping, I'd be, I'd still be trying to do something with art, you know. Rather, it's trying to. Yeah, I mean, people. I just walked in here. and You were painting something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was, I was, I was scribbling on a canvas up in there, shit. <laughs> yeah. Trying to let my juices flow real quick. I mean, don't say it like that. Juices flow. Yeah. It's, it was weird. It was, as soon as you <laughs> said it, I was like, oh, God, here we go. As long as I didn't say, like, ex- excrete, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but let me just my juices excrete. Excrete it. That's funny. Um, yeah. So you, you're you obviously a very creative person. Yeah. It's always been like that since a child. I, I know you said you uh, started writing and stuff at mm-hmm. 12. Um, yeah. Did your family ever, did they push you into it or, or uh-huh. help you? Um, you know, see that there was like maybe something in there for you. Nah, not just... that they didn't, but they never um told me like this wasn't it for me. You know. Yeah. And um, I really grew up around everybody. I grew up around was really like creative and artistic, and always had their own type of view of on life and shit. So I just took that and ran with it, and just made made what I could out of that. Just taking pieces of of everybody you know what i mean and and really helping helping it build me up as a character yeah so, I, so yeah they 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 helped me a lot become real artistic that's very cool uh as far as you said earlier you don't like like what's happening to uh hip-hop mm-hmm. um as far as the future of hip-hop where do you think uh what do you think is the end of it like what where's it gonna end up after you think it's gonna stay like this forever keep going worse or getting worse i mean or is it at some point gonna level out and, mm, and become i think as long as the masses allow you know the book i mean and i'm not i don't even mean it to sound like i hate it you know i respect everybody doing what they do yeah. you know get your money i i, I applaud you but it's just it's definitely not what we grew up listening to, you know. Yeah. And I think it's just as long as the the fans and and whoever's paying these people just keep paying them and shit, it'll probably it'll probably stay like this for a little bit longer. But to, I think it's starting to filter out right now. Where we got a few people, you know, like the Nipsey Hustles is coming back. You know, Meek Mill. Yeah. A lot of Earl. You know, rest in peace, Mac. He dropped his shit before he left. We getting a lot of a lot of real creative. A lot of real hip hop and uh, hip hop shit back right now. I've noticed also there's been like an influence of like it's it's become more of a like a like a multicultural thing now. Oh the yeah, music, you know what I right. mean. Like it'll be it'll be somebody spin some bars and then all of a sudden somebody hitting some like fucking reggaeton shit right right in the middle and yeah. then ending it with like some '90s beat and his is like it seems like everybody can kind of get behind it now and it's not just you know what i mean people that grew up in a certain area or people that are a certain demographic it yeah. seems like a more of a everybody can get behind it now yeah and that i like that too but to to a certain extent because now you got people like fucking the instagram instagram funny people making music and becoming rappers and shit and it's oh, just yeah. making dumbass songs you know and it's just i i guess it's cool but it's like that's not what what this hip-hop shit is but i guess it's to express yourself you know so yeah i don't know that's the way no, i see it it's most hard of, most it's of hard times, like the like the 
really popular, uh, like hip hop music that they'd be playing on the radio. I see it as more of a lure. That's like if I'm trying to fucking just get lit right just now. Just get lit, yeah. And I'm fucking, you know, just it just it to, is what it is. Yeah. But then it, there's. I think forever there's always going to be those albums or that music that you put headphones on and right. you're just like, you're just like, apart from me listening to that other shit all day, this is like my favorite. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. The shit that you could really vibe to. Like, yeah. Sit back, dim the lights down, you know, spark a wood too. And really, it should really tell you a story. Yeah. Yeah. So for so, that's why music is is beautiful. You know, though anybody you could listen, anybody could listen to it and, and get and get a feeling off of it. And then everybody, I like how everybody can relate to. Let's say it's the same song. Everybody could relate in a bunch of different ways to one song. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Somebody could. It can make one person feel happy. It can make one person feel sad. It can make one person want to fight. Yeah. Make one person want to go hustle. You know wake up and smoke a blunt but somebody's gonna feel it and that's a real music really unites people too that's another beautiful thing let's how do you feel about uh because there's all that side of it but then there's also this like stupid like how do you feel about the whole six nine thing and six nine was clown but The whole six nine thing. This is just like it was just another gimmick, you know. He was just, I guess, he had to get his money somehow. Six nine. He 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 definitely made an impact. He on, like on came out of nowhere and then started like fucking just came up out of nowhere. He was what like twelve for twelve on the number one Billboard's charts. I don't know how the fuck he did that shit. Yeah, seems wild, huh? That just shows how how crazy. Uh, and then like he's just gone and it's like that's it. Yeah, that's, you're done. That like, just shows you how fucking crazy fads are. Like how crazy a fad can be. Like yeah, to me six nine was just a fad, and it was you know it was cool for him while it lasted, but now he's fucked. Now all that shit that he did is coming to bite him in the ass now, but that just shows how some of this shit is is forever. Like long, some of these people are here for the longevity, and then some of these people is just here to just be here today, going tomorrow type shit. Even yeah. though he probably didn't think that, but I don't think anybody ever thought Six Nine was gonna last for too long. Yeah, I think everybody kind of had the idea where it was just like, "Oh, this is gonna be, this isn't gonna end good." Yeah, it's not gonna end well. <laughs> yeah. Like this, this kid is really going out, spiraling out of control. Fast, it was like, yeah, crazy. it was like I don't know how long he was on. It was what like it seemed like he fucking skipped, forever. Like he was out for like a year. Yeah, and then he was like, and, and then it was gone. Now, now you fucking in jail. Like, things that uh, come and go, and things that last forever. Who do you think were some of the, uh, in hip-hop and rap, some of the uh, people who changed it uh, more dramatically? Some some of the more uh, impactful figures in hip-hop and rap. Forever? Um, Well, of course, you know, N.W.A., Oh, my bad. Who? NWA. Oh, NWA. NWA was a big impact. And I feel like uh, Rockefeller, Jay-Z, Dame Dash, what they did to the game when they came in. And uh, they came in, they was like big ballers, you know what I'm saying? You ain't never – I mean, you've seen people do it like Big Daddy K to them, but you ain't never seen a whole group of people like really the whole squad, your whole game, your whole family, people you grew up with from the sandbox really come up and balling and shit and then – from that scene, I think that's really 
that really changed hip hop for the better too, because people was doing it more for for their family. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But other people, like I think our future even our fucking Soldier Boy. You know, he put a he put a stamp on hip hop when he. When he did that dance and shit, and, oh, and yeah, that, that Soldier Boy shit, dance, and that, yeah. he got so much music off that ringtone and shit. Like Soldier Boy changed the game because he was really one of the first uh, internet artists. He was one of the first people to blow up on the internet, and he that probably motivated so many, uh, so many other people to do that shit. Yeah. Um, I'm also seeing now that I I see hip hop. Um, like there's like more women now in hip hop, I guess. Right. Or not? I don't know if there's more women, but there seems like it seems like there's they've been coming up a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Back in the day, there I feel like they're getting more of a, a way more of a bigger platform because back in the day, there was a lot of uh, of um, female artists. You know, yeah, Foxy Brown, Lil Kim, the Brat. Dude, Lil Kim got out. Of, she looks like a cat now. Yeah, she's she, out of control. She's fucking. She she fucked herself up. Lil Kim used to be bad as fuck. <laughs> Plastic surgery would take you backwards. Oh man, Why that we, fucked her up. Yeah, but yeah, I feel like female artists are they get they get they they definitely get more respect in the, in the rap game as real rappers and not just like oh that's a a female rapper. They just get called rappers now. Yeah, I, and and not that I like all the. Uh, I like a my favorite female artist is Rhapsody. She she's really good. She's uh put on by Ninth Wonder, but she has nothing but bars and and I like to see that too. Like females like her really get respect put on their name too and you don't have to just be rapping about crazy stuff, you know, yeah. to be a female artist that's popping. Like Lauren Hill, like she was killing I it. I love Lauren Hill, yeah. You know? I wish she would come back. Yeah. That one album wasn't enough. She was selfish. <laughs> yeah. Selfish with it. That's how you have to be, man. So sometimes right. it's yeah. like we don't deserve, we don't deserve Lauren Hill. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she knew it too. That's why she had to get. She okay. said, "No, I'm cool." Yeah. Erica Badu, you know, she was she was lovely too. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, there was a lot of positive uh, influences. I think that yeah came up out of hip hop. Oh, definitely, yeah. And yeah. A lot of people. People are, like uh, to paint it like it's always like this one, but I'm just like, dude, it helps so many people. It helped a lot of people, yeah. And even uh, like we were talking about earlier, prison and um, how it doesn't really reform people. Meek Mill is trying to uh, advocate for that right now, trying to really show show people like what we were saying that there needs to be a real reason that why people go to prison. You know, not to just captivate people and punish them. There but needs to, to be like, a. Re- you know, yeah. to to show them what they did was wrong and make them understand, like, okay, you know, I could, I could, I could possibly grow from this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because it seems like at some point it got away from us, where we, yeah, essentially just punish people and then just make. And the worst part is that, like, they make money off of it. You know, mm-hmm. that's the worst part. Yeah. It's like, all right, don't use my house. How are you punishing me? Why Why does it benefit you? Yeah, why exactly. Why does it benefit you for me to do something illegal yeah. and get caught up for it? Yeah. Seems, seems like... It's dumb as fuck. Yeah. They get money for transferring people and shit. They just be doing shit just because. Like 21, uh, he started... I know that he started uh, like wearing less chains and all that. Right. And, 
he kind of started stopped flossing his money and he's doing this thing where he's i think i helping or going around showing students how to open up bank accounts and how mm-hmm. to save money in different schools and putting in money for you know students right uh futures that's a pretty dope thing that's really dope yeah and i don't think a lot of people touch on that enough on on like the media on, yeah on social media you know because they you know they're just waiting for to see when's the next time he's gonna pop a gun off or something they're not they're not really showing people that now he even sees that he has a big ass influence, and he, yeah. if he's showing kids that all these chains and shit, this shit not important. What you need to do is invest. You know, get a business, get a home. You know, yeah. own stuff. Is what you need to do. Own stuff like that. That they they're acting like that shit's not important. Yeah, I mean, hopefully you continue to grow as an artist. You know, I'm sure yeah. you you're not gonna stop working at the craft. Never. And then hopefully you get where you want to get. Um, you've been doing a lot of spots like around town here. You you're based in Pomona. Yeah, yeah, Pomona. Yeah, I do a um, I do a lot of shows at Characters right here in downtown Pomona. I'm trying to uh, get this uh, thing going with uh, this place called the uh, Alley Gallery right now where we're at. Actually, right now it's a cool uh, spot. It's a dope spot. Yeah, that's where he was. That's where I found them painting in here. Yeah, they just uh, they invite you to come. Oh yeah, evidently the guy you could just come in here and paint, and yeah. the guy just gives you a canvas and you could just chill in there. It's pretty sweet. I think they watch a movie and shit that, right yeah. now in there. It's, it's yeah. a real good vibe. Yeah, it's a super chill vibe. And you do stuff you were saying here. And yeah, yeah, I'm trying to uh, start doing a, um, a mixed show here, like comedy stand up rap bring your art through just a whole bunch of stuff to get the whole city popping really just i'm trying to i'm trying to bring this city together because there's so much talent around here there's the most noise in in the world like in this little corner it's It's a loud ass skateboarder right there Uh, (laughs) loudest corner in the world it's important for you to like i had to to do stuff here in Pomona or yeah because I really I really a lot of my friends a lot of my family is you know <laughs> out here in Pomona so fucking if I can get this city going we can get we can get each other going and I just want to help them spread what they got all right what they got to show too just to recap because there was that thing going on in the back yeah. you guys didn't hear he's it's important for him to do stuff here in Pomona because this is his, this is where he lives this, his family's here and there's people here that in, can benefit from it as well. Other artists and yeah. stuff of that nature, right? Uh, yeah, it's a lot of great artists out here. It's once we once they put the lights on here, people ain't never gonna stop shining. I promise. And you support, I mean, stuff around here in the eye too. Like I said, you were in Claremont for oh yeah comedy show. Well, you, Claremont, I went to school in Claremont actually, so that's like my hometown too. Yeah, I like Claremont's cool for sure, for sure. And where can uh where can, we're about to wrap this up? Where can people reach you? Uh, and everything I'm everywhere on uh, every social media site on YouTube. Majin Drohan, M A J I N, Drohan like Gohan. So follow me on Instagram. Uh, I've got the YouTube page Town Underdogs. Got a few videos out on there. Cracking the internet, a little YouTube skill. We got all type of shit, man. More shit coming out soon, too. All right, guys. Stay posted on that. That was today's episode. I hope you guys enjoy it. And I want you guys to go find this band on Instagram, on YouTube, on uh, SoundCloud, and just listen to his stuff. 
Um, it's a little bit, it's a little bit different, but it's who he is and it's his own style, and he's not changing for anybody. You guys, uh, vibe with me, vibe yeah, with me, vibe with him, you guys. I hope you guys enjoy that episode. I'm Ernesto Desma. We're out. Appreciate you, bro. I appreciate you being on, man.